this is Delta Sierra Juliet. Is there any known traffic below 5,000 feet? No known traffic. Seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000 feet. On October 21st, 1978, a 20-year-old, Frederick Valentek, rented a single-engine plane out of Victoria's Moorabin Airport with plans of heading to Tasmania's King's Island to catch seafood. But things took a terrifying turn when he noticed he was being followed by another aircraft. This is Unsolved Mysteries of the World, Season 4, Episode 10, The Valentic UFO Incident. This is Delta Sierra Juliet. Is there any known traffic below 5,000 feet? No known traffic. Seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000 feet. What type of aircraft is it? I cannot confirm. It's four bright, seems to me like landing lights. The aircraft has just passed over me at at least a thousand feet above. Is there any Air Force aircraft in the vicinity? No known aircraft in the vicinity. Seems to be playing some sort of game. He's flying over me. Well, the Sierra Juliet, it's not an aircraft, it's... Can you describe the, uh, the aircraft? As it's flying past, it's a long shape. Cannot identify it. It has such speed. It's before me right now, Melbourne. How large would the um, the object be? Seems like it's stationary. What it's doing right now is orbiting. The thing is just orbiting on top of me. It's also got a green light and a sort of metallic-like. It's shiny on the outside. It's just vanished. It has been 40 years since the young Aussie pilot disappeared over the Bass Strait, and in that time, no one has come any closer to finding out what exactly happened to him. The only clue left behind was a radio conversation between him and Melbourne Air Flight Service controller Steve Roby. It was 7 p.m. when Valentik radioed in to ask if there were any known aircraft in the area, just after something zoomed overhead. Roby informed him that there was no known traffic in the area, and inquired as to what type of plane it was. I cannot confirm. It is four bright. It seems to me like landing lights. The aircraft has just passed over me at least a thousand feet above, Valentik said. As the transmission went on, things got even more unnerving, with Valentik reporting that the mystery aircraft was playing with him. It seems to me that he's playing some sort of game, he said. He's flying over me two, three times, at a time at speeds I could not identify. The conversation continues with the controller trying to get more information about what the object Valentik describes it as long, metallic, and with a green light. At one point, the aircraft vanishes before suddenly reappearing on his other side. It's at this point that Valentik says his final, terrifying words. It is hovering, and it is not an aircraft. There is silence for 17 seconds before the transmission abruptly cuts off. An extensive search was conducted of the water and any surrounding land, but Valentik nor any indication of a crash site was ever found. UFO enthusiasts suggest he was abducted by a UFO, 
while pilots believe the inexperienced pilot was flying upside down and the lights he saw were his own reflections on the water before he crashed. Valentich had applied twice to the Royal Australian Air Force and was rejected both times for inadequate educational experience. He was also studying to be a commercial pilot, but he had failed his examinations twice. He had also received several warnings after flying once into a restricted zone in Sydney, Australia, and twice into clouds he was not supposed to fly into. Others point out that Valentich was perhaps suicidal and crashed his own plane and made up the UFO to create a story. Valentich was also known to have been studying UFOs previously and deathly scared that he would encounter one while flying. Adding to the mystery, there were belated reports of a UFO sighting in Australia on the night of the disappearance. A farmer near Adelaide reportedly witnessed a 30-meter craft hovering over his property the morning after Valentich went missing. It is claimed the Cessna was stuck to the side of this craft, leaking oil. The farmer even scratched the plane's registration number onto his tractor, but never came forward with this information because he was ridiculed by a few friends that he told. The farmer to this day still remains anonymous. Other witnesses claim to have seen, quote, an erratically moving green light in the sky. And in one instance, a witness located about two kilometers west of Apollo Bay, Victoria, stated that they saw a green light trailing or shadowing Valentich's plane and that he was in a steep dive at the time. Search and rescue crews tried to find his remains, or that of the Cessna, but were unsuccessful at the time. Five years later, however, an engine cowl flap was located on the shores of Flinders Island. In 1983, the Royal Australian Navy Research Laboratory confirmed the flap could have washed ashore on the island and that the part has been identified as having come from a Cessna 182 aircraft between a certain range of serial numbers, which included Valentich's aircraft. It is not 100% proof, but it is very circumstantial. The only tangible thing that now remains is a small plaque at Otway Lighthouse commemorating his strange disappearance. We will be taking a short break over the holidays. Have a Merry Christmas and see you in the new year. Thank you for listening to Unsolved Mysteries of the World. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or your other favorite podcast directory, and subscribe, rate, and review. We would really appreciate your support. If you haven't already, join us on Facebook to enhance this episode with photos, illustrations, and lively discussion. Look for our suggested links and do share this podcast with others. Perhaps you or someone you know will have a solution to this mystery. This podcast is created by Cold Rasta Studios and includes music and sound effects by John Savoy, Albert Ray, Gerardo Garcia Jr., Rana Szilard, Maddia Cupelli, Alex Lisi, Martin Kahlberg, and Adrian von Ziegler.